Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, I'm Jason. I'm Scott. And I'm Duffy. Together, we are Yumi and Duffy. We're three friends that know a little about a lot and everything about nothing. Come join our kooky conversations. We talk nerd and geek and pop culture across all mediums, all while sharing a drink. Search for us on social media. You know, that thing that the kids are doing. We want to hear from all of you. So if you want to know which one of us can only poop at Space Mountain, which one of us is a never nude, or which one of us wants to be a supervillain, then catch us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, you know know what what they they say. Two seconds. Two seconds when I started playing before it went off the rails. Out the door, around the corner, over the bridge. Now it's at home, in bed, not even caring what we're doing. Greetings and welcome to the seventh episode of the second season of Law and Disorder, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Zane C. Weber, and here's a little bit of a recap on what has happened so far in season two. Our marshals were shot out of their holiday from active duty by a duel with the Wilnistrian knight, Cornell Othusk III. But no sooner had they defeated this foe, barely, than the sky exploded and Unthanas came under attack by a demon horde. As our marshals sheltered themselves within the safe confines of James's big red dog tavern, the city around them burned to ash. The next day, our marshal's fraction. James and Dashboard will no longer serve with each other, and our party has split. And so, we join them again. And that's what happened last time on Law and Disorder, so please, take the time to give us a rating and a review on iTunes or on Stitcher or on Google Play, wherever you're listening to us. That really helps get us out there. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can go to our website, that's thatsnotcanonproductions.com, where you'll find more information about this podcast and all of our other sister podcasts. There's a lot of them out there, and we would love you to listen to some of them. Uh, thanks to our patrons, and good to patreon.com to find out how to become one and I guess it's time to get on with the game
This is Law and Disorder, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Saintsy Weber, and playing with me at the table tonight are... Jack playing Dashbold. I'll be skipping me. Hi, I'm Sebastian playing James. I'm not here today, though. Isaac playing Jack Buck. And Nick playing Black Patty. Miranda's also here, but she's not at the microphone because she probably won't be needed this episode. <laughs> and also she's playing with Spoiler a dog, alert. which is way more Spoiler important. Alert. Does anyone want a coffee then? I'll be back. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not in this episode. <sighs> That's not guaranteed. Okay, so what happened last time is They're playing the dog. James told Dashboard to get out of his house. <laughs> not just over. me. I think he told pretty much half the city to get out of his house. <laughs> one Everyone got a turn. Oh, half of what was left. <laughs> Two fucking people. Two people I kicked out. One of them. One of, them one of your oldest friends. One of my oldest friends in this game, which, you know, comparatively to my life, not that long. Other than Molo, the oldest friend in the city. In the city. I got great friends. I got more friends than you can count. That's now was a great city. old one. Uh, old Frankie. Frankie Chernberger. Nope. Yeah, and Nobby, you killed Nobby. That was pretty much a get out of my house. <laughs> okay, but what happened is we set everything out fire. from the big red dog, Dashbold with Stupid Greta name. being driven in a wagon by Hugo, another marshal, to get back to Cairshire to report in to see what's going on. Followed an hour or two behind by James, Gwen, and Yuri in a carriage with Betty. <sighs> in order to get back to Cairshire to see what is going on there. And James also wants to investigate this giant number in the sky. I'm curious. And just as they were leaving, Pons decided that he could not leave until he had definitive proof on the whereabouts and health of Fish, Fish's wife Mary, and their child. And so he went off after being made invisible by James and being given a health potion by Betty. I literally thought about this for a good week, and I instantly regretted not going with him as well. <laughs> like, as like in, in the carriage, while he's walking into the distance, I'm just kind of staring out longingly at the horizon, going like, it's probably him right there. There's Maybe. still time, there's still time. Maybe it is. So let's go into the carriage with Dashbolt and Greta. No, oh, get out of the carriage. There's not enough people. Too much people. Get out. Everyone get out. Why are you all in here? You just said go into the carriage. Yeah, we're in the carriage. Oh my god. Um, Greta's pretty silent. She's still pretty jittery. Yeah. And she finishes off the porridge that you had made her. And about 10 minutes into the carriage ride, she starts uh, just quietly sobbing to herself and leans on you. And after about 20 minutes of this... Clearly hugging. Yes. Being the supportive partner that you are. Yep. She will... Uh, sit back up, wipe off her face and uh, say, I'm pretty sure that I, I died, Dashbold. Yeah, uh, it, it's hard. Um, I, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here for you. Uh, you made a deal for my life? Yes, the, uh, the, the ladies that I uh, told you about, well, yeah, she met, um, offered the deal... And uh, they, they spoke to me in my mind, saying that they would uh, save you and the uh, deal would be uh, made. I would have to help them later on with defending them or something. Well, uh, thank you, I, 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 I guess. So many people died. I guess I'm glad I wasn't one of them. Now we can help them. Do you 
does James, does, do, do you know anything about what has happened in the city? Um, well, uh, not really. Just a lot of fire and demons out of nowhere. And was hiding in the house. The city guard are almost, were entirely unprepared for the attack and I imagine will be mostly dead. Gorlick, when giving orders last evening, intimated to his lieutenants that he would be expanding the martial presence. I'm not sure what that means for the city. Looking around, and she indicates outside, which you is still in shipwrest, which is like, entirely just black charcoal. And she says, we may not see much of each other in the coming weeks, as we will both be needed. Don't worry, I'll, I'll try to keep in touch best I can, and maybe uh, Nobby should stay with you. I don't know where he is right now. A pink mote of light flies in through one of the windows and you hear Catherine's voice. Oh. May I speak to you both? Sure. I probably know what to do to stop you this one. Uh, And the mode of light turns into Catherine and she sits on the opposite, on the seat opposite you. Oh, nice hat. Thank you, Toto Dashboard. Mm. I have come to tell you and your superiors more about what it is that the city faces. Mm-hmm. We are not from here. We are not from this plane of existence. We come from the Feywire. Our mother was one of the ladies of the Feywire killed during the cataclysm ten years ago. Yep. And uh, I know the Lady of the North Wind had something to do with that. And, yeah, she's gone now as well. So. She is gone. Lots of chaos happening. Yeah, pretty sure she is. Well, it is part of the cataclysm that brought the meteor strike on the city years ago. Wow, that's really creepy. The enemies that... Fire car tower or something, I think. What? Ah, I don't know, the dark man and all these weird conspiracy theories and some kind of stuff meteors or something. What I'm trying to say is, is the enemy that is attacking... Anthalas is not attacking only Anthalas. It is the city that is in her way. Apparently, she needs an individual, the hero. You're saying Anthalas is more than just a normal city. There's uh, something here that they want or something that's like stopping them from doing They're looking for an individual, the hero of Anthalas. Oh, well, I don't think we give out that title here, so that's be hard. That is Fine. true. I do not know who it is. Is any idea? However, doing the research that we did when we came to Antalas, we found stories of the founders of Antalas, those who were not accepted as traders, those who wanted to create their own cities. They were turned into boroughs and eventually absorbed into the city. We are the current protectors of one of these behemoths. Behemoths uh, underneath the burrows? Yes, oh, one they of the are founders? part of them. Like a, like a, a golem or, or yes, like a consciousness inside a 
a much larger scale. Building monster. You were within one when you fought our snake. What about I went on the casino and there was like weird clockwork machinery stuff and it just like went on and on and on and it was all connected. That does sound similar. Have you found another? There should be four. Oh, already got two. Uh, so what significance do they have? Sorry, please to us immediately and moving forward. Well, each of them would be a titan similar in size to the trader tower. If they were to animate and move through the Is city. The trader tower titan? Not that we can tell. These are buried beneath the city. No any like uh any other things underneath the city that we should know about? Like we only know of one of these behemoths. We are telling you so that hopefully you and the marshals could find the others. Can you uh, lead us to some proof so we can show other people? It is in all of the history books. You just have to look and okay. Okay. read cool. enough of them. The wizard police, I believe, have rather significant records of these particular structures. Okay, well, I'll think about that, and uh, I'll, I'll certainly pass that on. This, Raja Foko, is why we need protection. For if the three entities known as the Mad Hand, the Red Fury, and the Dark Lady wish to take control of these four constructs, they will attack us in Mossy Copper. Ah. And you think they'll... Well, can they activate one without activating all of them, or...? We believe so, yes. Okay. But they need gargantuan amounts of magical power to do so. You think then... It looked like the demons were, like, harvesting energy out of people. It did look like that, did it not? Oh, God. You know, I bet, I don't know, yeah, like that giant weapon, super weapon that was detonated was also a way of harvesting lots of energy. And while my sisters and I managed to protect us and our friends last evening during the conflagration, a focused attack, I do not think we would be able to fight off. Do you think they concentrated the demons in areas where the constructs could, where the gargantuan things could be? No. Okay. I think that they were using the demons to kill people, to send a message to this hero of Antala, that hero they Antala. will stop at nothing. How's, how's Greta doing with all this information? She's just kind of, she's gone into business mode. Okay. So she's just kind of sitting there staring at the woman like she's listening to a confession um, and just kind of absorbing this information. She's a little wide-eyed, but she's just listening and absorbing. I'll uh, just squeeze her hand with a credit. Do you have any anything you want to ask? Um, is... Do you have the exact specifications of this construct? Uh, thank you for getting me to talk to myself. That's the uh, plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can give you what we know. You can do this with yourself any time. You just play D&D with yourself all day. Map. It is such. It is more of our interest to keep people away from this thing. In the end, we think that it is only a means of destruction. Anything else? 
maybe. Um, <laughs> there are notes being passed at the table. No. No, there That's are no better. notes being passed at the table. We don't do Anything that, that Dashbolt comes up with, Dashbolt has come up with by himself. So, one there, one under the casino, I guess. So, we could start with that, but we also um, have to find the hero of Unthalas. I guess, uh, Greta will say, well, yes, it's it's certainly does sound like where you... Where you found Crime Hilda could it be one of these behemoths beneath the casino? Crime uh, Hilda thing, that will, it. that will be. Well, we didn't handle her interrogation, if you remember. Yeah, the it was passed off to the wizard cop. Yeah, Ooh, they have a lot of information. So we will. This is going to be hard to sell this as a priority, given the current situation. But I will approach Gorlick. But if what Catherine here says is true, then you will have the blessing to protect Mosley Couple and more than just the deals that you have made, Catherine. We are we will send others, other Marvel teams, if we can spare them at the time. Do you expect uh, a an an imminent attack? Uh, Catherine will say, we do not know what to expect. We do not know if they know what we guard. But we are part of a resistance against these three entities and responsible for killing our mother and banishing us to this material plane. So... Before you go, do you know anything about why the gods might be failing energy-wise? Do you think it has something to do with this cataclysm that's been affecting your world? We do not know how, and we do not know why. But if you were to wish to kill an immense amount of people and steal their life magic, wouldn't you wish do away with those that would heal them? Is it not convenient that the clerics have lost their powers? Well, you just when we would need their them powers? But it's from my loot. So Both. where did this, this loot come from, by the way? Just I constructed it. That was nice. It's got James's hand on it. I don't know how I feel about that. But, you know, little part of him here with me. He's giving this me the finger right now, probably. Yep, there, there it is. Give me the finger. Wow, that's, that's definitely nice. canon. <laughs> no, James does not control the hand. The hand is just as soon as you mention it, it quietly strums the uh, the loop. Good hand. <laughs> um, she says, "I hope that you appreciate the magnitude of our deal." Oh, I do. I do. I, I appreciate you bringing Greta back for me. Uh, above everything else, that was all that matters to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Yes, remember that even when the gods fail, we witches have ways. Okay. I got, I got my loot, so I can do things. And too. when I call, you will come. Yep. The idea, unless I'm, you know, dead or something. 
Let us hope that that is not the case. Yes, me too. Goodbye. Bye. And she turns into a mode of pink light and floats out the window. This conversation's happened over the course of maybe an hour, an hour and a half, asking these details and what have you. The rest of the of your travel, you do pass through increasingly better conditions. Uh, and by the time you get to Kershire, the city has suffered. There is fire marks everywhere, and you can actually see where the fire grubs have crawled along stone buildings damaging them. There is still a marked lack of bodies anywhere. Uh, but you did see the demons eating them whole. So when you get to the headquarters, you can see that it was a building made of wood and it is entirely knocked down, burnt to cinders, and that there are people indicating that those who have come for the marshal's help should go to the nearby dance hall uh, is where they have set up shop and you and Greta walk in and there are indeed up on the stage makeshift desks and a lot of Horace the Night Watchman is there sort of taking control of everything but on the floor is just a room full of hurt people. Uh, there is broken bones to missing limbs to 100% burns all over and it's just a scene of misery. On the, on the stage? On the floor. The stage at the far end is where the marshals have kind of set up a makeshift office. Um, there are midwives and anyone who is able-bodied is going around kind of laying damp cloths on on burns and trying to do their best but any magic that has been here has been spent i'll um pull out my loot all right you pull out your loot squeeze greta's hand say i'll be back and i start playing my song i um silent image like tranquil fishes and stuff just like swimming above all the patients or something yeah just, and i'll just get to like just a windows windows screensaver to get to healing them and uh hey so you start playing your healing tune on your new on your new shield yep. shield loot. that work uh and as you pass around you see wounds close and you see burns heal uh people who were moaning in their sleep wake up and cease moaning and as you go you actually get a little bit of a following of uh, children and people who have noticed that as you walk past, people are healing and by the time you get to the other end of the room having done a round of the room everyone's kind of looking at you in silence and one one man kind of pipes up as you you kind of notice that everyone's looking at you and says, what, what's your name kind stranger? I am Dashbold Th thank you for for your generosity and and he just kind of bursts into tears and he, and he brings a, a young girl to the front end, but for saving my Samantha and the little girl my runs pleasure. forward and hi there 
and and Hi. hugs you, and it kind of oh, that's nice. Turns Hi. into a uh, uh-huh. a group hug um, as everyone kind of runs up and embraces this uh, this Jesus-like figure that's walked into the midst and healed them all. Come, everyone, let us hold hands and sing together and heal everyone. And we'll cut there to ponds. Okie dokie. Ponds. Yo, yes, yes. Let me get into character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are outside the big red dog. Mm-hmm. You're invisible. Yes. You have a healing potion in your hand. Fantastic. What are you going to do? I'm going to put that in my uh, pouch for starters. Yep. Uh, and then... What was I going to do? I was going to go... You, well, had, you had a list of burrows that you wanted to check. Yes, um, and I'm in Shipperess. So I was going to go around North Brick, Arrow Point Pier, Mossy Cobble, and around the docks of Shiprest. Okay. So the docks of Shiprest you've already very thoroughly yeah. uh, explored. So where was the next place you wanted to go? Uh, I was just going to do a big loop. Okay. So the arrow point pier is the next one. Okay. So can I get you to roll me a survival, please? Fantastic. At disadvantage because it's at night and everything has changed because it's all burnt down. Cool beans. That is a seven. Okay. This is not what Pons does well. And he knows no. he's not doing it well and he's kind of getting really frustrated with himself. Uh his, it's been more than one time that he's kind of stumbled over a, a, a fallen uh, rafter or a brick um, and he's he, it's almost like he <laughs> he's not invisible anymore because of all the coal that's kind of like dust that he's walked through mm. but it is night time so it's not too much of an issue mm. uh, as you round a corner though uh, you see a golden small figure kind of floating in the air uh, down the street coming towards you. Oh no, run. You uh. draw your crossbow and you take aim. But before you shoot, you realize that you recognize this figure and it's a friend. It's Zibzib. Oh. Okay. Um. He has not seen you. Zibzib. Can you remind me who he was again? Zibzib was the uh, celestial mm. uh, creature of unknown origin that you rescued from the the shackles just before you fought the snake in Mossy Cobble. He was in shackles in that long winding corridor that uh, stopped him from doing magic. Yes, now I remember. Jeez, it's been a while. And he seems to be floating from building to building to where from where the doorways used to be from doorway to doorway mm. um and either doing something with his hands in the air you have no it doesn't look like magic but mm. you really have no idea all right um, he doesn't look like he's hiding or he's doing something any anything surreptuously but it's it's just all right I'll, i'm gonna put my crossbow away but still keep my hand on my sword and i'm then going to try and uh, get his attention how, how, how are you doing that? Uh, is there any way to break this spell? <laughs> you can make an attack or cast a spell. Great. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to... How Ooh. long does your invisibility last, James? 
eight hours, I think it is, isn't it? Oish. <laughs> yeah, it's eight hours for normal, I think one uh, one minute for greater. Well, I'm just going to try calling his name for starters. Okay, yeah, he'll turn his head. Yeah. Zip, zip. Uh, I'm wet. I'm over. I, I pull out my sword and let it light up. I'm over here and I wave it around like a torch. <laughs> okay, so what we have here is a source of light that's invisible. So oh, it is that do invisible anything. as well? <laughs> <laughs> because everything that you hold is invisible. So well, I, I don't do happens? magic. <laughs> Apologies. It's only an hour. I don't know why I'm thinking eight. It's one hour. Uh, yeah. So it's been about an hour. Mm. So it's, it's not going to last for much longer. But he, as soon as you talk and he kind of he flies in your direction, as soon as he goes about 10 feet away from you, he's like, Oh, friend, I remember you. Yes. You live. Well done. And he runs up and he just kind of hugs you around the neck and goes, Zip, zip, help. Yes. yes. He's, he's, he's not very strong. <laughs> okay. Um, zip, zip, take you to city? To city? We're in city. No, we in ruin. I'm... I'm here looking for my friend. Oh, friend alive or friend dead? I'm hoping he's still alive. Friend alive? Will you help me find him? Oh, what is his friend's name? His name is uh, Jet Tan, but people call him Fish. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have something of his? Just memories. Can you give me one? I'm not sure. If I... I I hope I can. Um, Just think about it really hard. Okay, um, I think about uh, the time we spent together at the fish pond behind our parents' houses, uh, opening up the bar for the first time. Just one, just one, he says as he touches your head. <laughs> and he, t- he takes the memory of the, of the fish pond. Mm. He says, I'll give it back. And it's kind of floating in his hand. Um, and he does something with his hands, again, probably magic. Um, and he's like, oh, fish, dead, sorry. Okay, we'll resurrect him afterwards. How do you know that? Uh, magic told me. And he puts the memory back in your head. Can you re-roll and see if he's dead? Just me. No, I can't. He says... Rolls mean things in D&D. Damn it. How do you know that? It's just magic. I can, t- I can take you where... It happened. Show me. Can I, can I help you find someone else? And his wife and child. What are their names? Mary. This is. Do you have something of hers? Just memories again. Can, can I have one? Sure. Uh, I, I give him memories of uh, me meeting her for the first time. Okay. Uh. He, he'll take that and he'll hold it in his hand. He'll do something again. Uh, but the memory will disappear from his hands. He'll go, oh, that's strange. Zip, zip, investigate. And he pops out of existence. And he's gone. <sighs> um, well, I don't quite believe in that. The fish is dead. <laughs> Mostly out Stupid of... Stupid magic. Yeah. Ruins everything. First of all, magic. Second of all, denial. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to keep going on my search. Yep. Okay. Uh, roll me a survival. What What particularly are you looking for? Like, is there a place you think that he would go? Or? Um, 
Well, I assume that anyone who's alive has tried to make it out of the ruins, and I assume there would be like uh, you know, triage centers or anywhere just where people are congregating, mm-hmm. trying to find each other. I'm going to try and walk around to each of those around the ruins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so far, you've found none of that. It is literally you are the only person in this area. And now that night has fallen, you can't even see like fires that have been lit or like watch lights. Mm. Um, it's a, a literal wasteland. Well, I'm going to keep going. Yep. Uh, roll, me, roll me your survival with disadvantage, please. Ooh, that's 12. Okay. Um, you pop back into visibility uh, and Zib-Zib pops in behind you and says, um, I found them. Take me to them. Uh, do you, Okay. Uh, follow. Follow me. Follow Zip Zip. Zip Zip help. Zip Zip help. Okay. Zip I, Zip's I, helping. I run after him as fast as I can. Uh, so he takes you down the street, around the corner, back pretty much in the direction that you came from. Mm. And he he's a bit faster than you, but he'll, he'll stop and let you catch up. Uh, and he comes to a, what was a bank or a money lender. Mm. And it was mostly made out of stone, but it has fallen in on itself. And one of the whole walls has kind of collapsed over and knocked the rest of the building over. Mm. And he says, um, in there, her and little one. In there? In, in there. Are they alive? They're crying. Okay, I need to get I need to get them out. Do you have any ideas? Um, you're big. You lift, lift it. Okay, well, um, I'm going to start digging carefully so it doesn't collapse on itself. All right. Uh, give me a athletics at advantage because you have all the time in the world. There's no uh, athletics, eh? Mm-hmm. That's an 18. Okay. So you clear away a lot. It takes an hour or so. You clear away a lot of the debris and you can see that where Zib Zib is pointing is like a safe, ah. a rather large safe uh, that is closed and is still red hot, um, at least on the side that you can see. Mm. Uh, and you're pulling it away, but you can see that to get it open, you are actually either have it, going to have to destroy this wall or push it off because you are inside this destroyed moneylender house. Uh, the benches that they were using are burnt away. Mm. So it, it's a rather cramped space, but this wall is very heavy uh, and is actually leaning over the safe. The safe does, isn't actually uh, engaged, but it is locked. So to move the wheel and open the door, you need to lift this wall. Okay. And it is just too heavy. Is there anything I can use to kind of use to like uh, like a crowbar using like... Do you have a crowbar? I do not have a crowbar, but is there any you, metal you've, you've wood? Kind of, you've kind of got what you could find. Like there was a couple of uh, like planks of wood that you've tried to leave under, but it's just the what It's solid stone, about two feet of solid stone. And like you're not a weak person, mm. but like this... it. This was built to last maybe a hundred years ago. Zip Zib can't lift. Zip Zib find help? Help, yes. Okay. 
Um, do you know anyone that could help? I need to find someone strong, or a lot of people. Find strong people. Zip zip help, but then we're even. Yes. Okay, and he extends a hand. Hang on. Kind of a, 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 a two-fingered, one-thumbed, uh, weird alien hand. You said that fish was dead. Yes. Do you know where he died? Here. 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 And he indicates, he kind of flies over to, to one side of the safe. Um, and like that's kind of where you've cleared a lot of rubble away from. Mm. Um, it's kind of like, around here? I hold out my hand. says, help me get this wall off and we'll be even. I help by getting others to help. Yes, exactly. Deal! And he shakes your hand and pops out of existence and you wait. I'm going to start digging where he pointed at fish. Okay. Do you have shovel, a pickaxe, a crowbar, or just kind of bare hands sort of stuff? I have my lust to find him. <laughs> okay. Give me an investigation roll. See if you can find some sort of workable tools. Oof. This is I not know. my strong suit. But you have lots of time, so it's just 15. A, it's not a disadvantage. 15? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of hurriedly look around the, and you find it's, it's a... It's it's a pitchfork basically, but it's mm. better than nothing, and it, its handle still seems to be usable. And you start digging. It isn't too long before you hear uh, the clopping of horse horse hooves on cobblestones uh, approaching from down the street, and kind of men's voices talking to each other, and zip zip conversing with them. Uh, I try to get their attention. Okay, well, you pop your head out and you see a silver-clad knight walking next to a warhorse with a teenager also in silver armor seated upon it and Zip-Zib uh, kind of flying in front of them, showing where it is. And uh, Cornell will lift his hand and say, Hello, pawns. Do you need help? This one says that there is someone in trouble. I do, I do. In here in the safe people are still alive I see and there's no other reason you want to get into that safe no I have no reason for gold my friends are in there we must help the people first I couldn't care less what was in the rest of that vault he looks you up and down makes the decision very well we'll help uh, what tools do we have what are we doing we have ourselves he rolls his neck Stretches out a little bit. Pulls out a T-Rex. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a little bit, uh, a little bit, it looks like he's got a little bit of a hangover. Did his T-Rex have a hangover? <laughs> uh, his T-Rex was dispelled and he doesn't get his magic back. Uh, Sorry, Pons. What did you do? <laughs> what did you do to him? I sent a T-Rex back to wherever T-Rex has come from. Oh, right. So you, you hard banished it. Well, no, because he's powered and he's having trouble with his magic. So he can't get his slots back to resummon him. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> also, it's really good timing for Yuri's death, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to... Well, do you have any rope? Oh, we have a little bit of it. Uh, well, this wall here has fallen across the, the vault door. If we could somehow pry it open, perhaps get to the vault itself. I see. Uh... Tell me where to push. And he hands you the rope. And I just 
Uh, well, yeah, I want to get this wall off its folds. So you just want to kind of brute strength it up? Um, or you want to try and find a, a lever point? Well, I'll, I'll start looking for a lever point. Like, anything to make sure whatever happens to this, it doesn't... Right, roll forward. me an investigation at advantage, because he's obviously going to be helping you. Ooh, that's uh, 14. 14? Uh, yeah, there isn't a, a building standing, mm. really, that's going to give you a good leverage. It's really probably just going to be the two of you trying to either destroy the wall or manhandle it up. Well, we'll just um, we'll start. He says, look, I'm pretty strong. If you get under the, the underside of it, I'll try and pivot it up. Okay, let's, let's uh, try that. What we'll do is if you tie the, uh, tie the end of the rope around the, the window there, we'll, we'll give uh, Tim's horse a bit of a pull on the other side. Okay, let's right? do that. All right. Athletics with ad advantage. Well, that's good. Uh, a 14 instead of a nat 1. 14 instead of a nat 1 is, is fine. And because of the horse, you do actually break a little bit of it away. Mm. However, what happens when you break that away is the rest of the wall crumbles around the 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 safe mm. and crawling out from behind of it are two of these fire grubs. I'm just going to draw my sword and go at them. And as you do that, Cornell does likewise. And let's roll initiative. That's a 19 for me. Okay, you go first. All right, uh, so these grubs are crawling over the wreckage? Yes. All right, well, I am going to... They're, they're basically crawling out from underneath the rubble, away from the back of the, uh, the safe. All right, I am going to draw my sword um, and just charge <laughs> at the closest one. Okay, when you draw your sword and you engage the blade, where there is usually fire is now ice. Well, that's different. Um, okay. Uh, I don't have time to investigate this, so I'm just going to attack with it. Yeah, you barely even notice. Roll to hit. All right. Basically, you're going when you're engaged with them, you're on difficult terrain. Yep. But anywhere other than that, you control the field. All right. Do... Over 20 is hit? Over t yes. Over 20 will hit. Okay. So I'm going to swing... No, swing These twice. things are not fast. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's nine damage. I assume ice. Yes. Cold damage. Nine cold damage plus another uh, eight cold damage. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to pull out my hand crossbow and shoot it as well. Okay, yeah, do it. And with that, that is a uh, 21 for six damage. Okay. All on one? All on, all on one. Okay. Uh, so you run up and you, you strike it twice with your new icy sword, pull your crossbow and, and arrow it right between its bug eyes. The damage just seems to be absorbed. It's like these things are actually made of metal. You're hurting it, but you didn't destroy it. Mm. Um, on Cornell's initiative, he's going to walk up beside you, engage the other one, uh, and he says, I know you're good with a crossbow. Fight these things from range and I will absorb the blast when they die. Okay. And he will roll to hit 
the other grub hit twice, dealing an amount of damage. Okay, the grubs, one on you, one on him, both miss with little spits of spark of fire. They seem to have uh, depleted most of their energy. Mm. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to take his advice, move backwards, Mm -hmm. put my sword and small crossbow and pull out my large crossbow and take aim at the one that is attacking uh, Cornell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do... Oh, so are you backing away or are you... Yes. Okay, yep. All right, so I'm backing away and then I'm going to maneuvering strike it. So if I hit it, I can... Push it? Well, no, Cornell can then move. Oh, sweet. Without provoking attack opportunity. Ooh. Uh, does a... 15 hit. 15 does. Excellent. It does six points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to uh, expend my superiority dice so I can roll an extra D10 on top of that damage. Yep. Or 10 damage. Nice. Um, and then Cornell can move up to half its movement speed uh, away from the target or in any direction without provoking attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, what he's going to do, he's going to move so that he is in between the two things mm-hmm. uh, and blocking the one that you've just done damage to. Uh, from your fire. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I just yell him, move in between them. I take my second shot. Can't do another superiority though. Yep. Uh, does a twenty-one hit? Twenty-one does hit. Excellent. It does thirteen points. Thirteen. Thirteen points of damage. Okay, that is a significant amount of damage. Uh, on Cornell's turn. He yells, brace yourself. How far away did you move? Uh, I want to move as far away as I can while still being in range. Yep. Uh, as he brings his, his sword down on the one that you've damaged mostly and basically splits it in twain and you see it fall apart just before the red metal that composed it turns white and then explodes out as Cornell turns, covers his eyes and you take 1d6 of uh, fire damage, which is 6, mm-hmm. uh, but you can imagine that Cornell took a little bit more than that <laughs> yeah. because he is right on it. Uh, this explosion has actually cleared some of the rubble and you lose sight of the other grub. Um, but it successfully hits Cornell by latching onto his armor and lighting him on fire immolation style. Dealing eight points of fire damage this turn and he needs to put himself out pretty quickly. And it is your initiative, Ponce. Alright, well I'm going to uh, shoot it again. Mm -hmm. Uh, It actually has full cover from you. Hmm. Full cover? Yes. You can't see it. And it, it spat fire from in amongst the rubble. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm... What's your passive perception, by the way? My passive perception is 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you can't see it. All right. I'm going to spend another security dice and do a rally. Okay. So... So, all right. So I'm going to just call out until Odhusk 
Um, we've got one. The other one can't be that far off. Hold in there. Uh. Oops. Oh, no. It's on the floor. It doesn't count. It's on the floor. It doesn't count. It was the eight. record was a five. It was an eight. So that is going to be uh, nine points of temporary okay. points. Uh, is that all of your action? Mm. I'm going to try and maneuver, like, move myself around to try and see if I can see it. Okay. Yeah, as you move, you can see that as you get more and more behind uh, where Cornell is, you can see from his vantage point that the lock, the explosion has actually disengaged the lock and the door has crept open a little bit. And the grub is 10 feet in front of him, but it has moved towards the opening in the door. Um, and... So on his initiative... No, I still have action. I oh, still have attack. Sweet. That was a bonus action. Do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, man. Good, good, good. Oh, I guess I just have to... I'm going to sharpshooter this. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> uh, does an 11 hit? An 11 does hit. Fantastic. And does a... I'm very good at math today. Good. I'm glad. Seven. Does a, does a seven what? Hit. No, a seven does not hit. All right, so the first one. Is <laughs> <laughs> does a seven damage? Does a seven damage? Uh, no, no, no. It's going to do um, 23 points of damage. Ouch. Uh, okay, this thing explodes mm. in the opening of the safe. Okay. However, as you hear the sobbing from inside, turn to shot scream Cornell uses his reaction he's one of his special paladin abilities and imposes himself between the opening of the door and the grub absorbing many damage hmm. alright the dice know what, they're, what they're rolling for uh, so no. good um as the grub explodes, uh, Cornell is prone on the ground inside the safe. And inside the safe, you see a crying Mary holding the a now silent baby, uh, sweating profusely. Uh, she has taken off most of her unnecessary clothes. She's basically in her undergarments uh, and basically crowded up against the, the back of the safe away from the glowing red hot metal door. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to rush in there then. Okay. Uh, make a, a dexterity saving throw to uh, avoid the heat of the door. That is... 21. That is enough. You, you, you get in there and you use one of the rocks to kind of push the door open past the rubble as Cornell gets up behind you helping you clear the, clear the clear the way you pick up Mary and help her out and she just collapses unconscious in your arms um you got your water cup I do have my water cup dribble <laughs> <laughs> um how's how's the kid the kid is alive but unconscious alright I'm just gonna get them out of here um Cornell give me a hand I can do a bit more than that. Just bring the child and he touches the child and um, you, you've seen what you saw Yuri do is 
heal the child. Like, well, that's the end of that. Uh, glad to help you, ma'am. As he touches her and she wakes up again and kind of gasps in and uh, fans herself off. Mary, are you all right? Like, uh, who? What? Where? Oh, it's so cool out here. Come, come over here. Sit down. Um, she, yeah, so you take her over and you sit, sit her on, sit her on, on some rubble. Yeah. Well, she, she's very, very out of it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, Cornell's okay. kind of gone back over to Tim and the horse and uh, is giving you some privacy. Mm. Yeah, I just pull out the cup and let it fill up and give them some water. And she drinks and she's like, uh, she looks at you and she says, thank you. Uh, fish, fish died putting us in there. <sighs> at least you're all right. What, what do we do now? We rebuild. First we get out of here, get to safety. Uh, Cornell says, we can, we can get you as far as Kershaw. That's where we've been told to go. That would be appreciated. Yes, well, I appreciate your crossbow as much as you might appreciate my sword. Let's head off then, shall we? Mm. And Tim hops off the horse and puts Mary up on top of it. And you head off into the darkness. Great. And we'll end there. our marshals this week on a tragic but hopeful note join us next week to see if our marshals ever get back together again a big thanks as always goes out to alex smith for our theme tune to matt garbett for our character art and to tabletop audio and battle bards for supplementary music used in this episode if you want to help us out Give us a rating, give us a review, give us a like on Facebook, give us a follow on Twitter. You can go to our website, that's not kind of productions.com. You can check out all the information on this podcast and all of our other sister podcasts. And you can go to patreon.com and chuck us a couple bucks there. As always, I've been Zane C. Weber. Thank you for listening. James and Riley, how you going? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, Curtis. What's thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just, we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Well, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. What do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby. Pure sexy gold. And we put it all on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please find us on Facebook, etc. Unfeatured Articles. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.